Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, where the doctor is in. I'm not in my car, I'm in a rental car. When the doctor is in a rental car and uh, talking about movies. So there you go. There's a there's a twist on the on one of the slogans. But yeah, driving in a rental car, nothing's wrong with the blue unicorn. Just had a business trip. Have to take the car and get a rental car so I don't wear out the wheels even more on the blue unicorn. Uh, so let me ask you a question. If I told you <laughs> there's a movie from the 70s called Highballing, what kind of movie would you think I'd be talking about? Could lean towards more of a porn category. Uh, I always thought maybe the name of this movie is just wasn't the best choice. Why it's called this, I don't know. I don't know if this was a story that they found that somebody wrote and it was called that and they just kept the name. Don't know. Terrible name, right? Because I really don't know that it has anything to do with the movie. But then again, you know, maybe I'm looking at things too literal. We are talking about a Smoking the Bandit ripoff movie that doesn't have the name Smokey in it. Uh, this is definitely 100% because of Smokey and the Bandit, we got this movie. Highballing. 1978, right? One year after Smokey and the Bandit. It says it's an action thriller, right? And here's the thing about it. You you guys clicked on the link, right? So you saw the artwork for the most part. Most of you did. And it looks like your typical 70s, hilarious road movie kind of thing, right? Um, this thing being an action thriller is very true. This movie is a lot of fun for quite a while, and then all of a sudden it takes a really dark turn. And I was like, wow, this got heavy really quick. But yeah, so we're talking about highballing, 1978. I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's read the scenario. Um, hold on, I got traffic all around me here. The ruthless boss of a trucking company, King Carroll... Uh, is intent on putting all the local independent truckers out of commission, including uh, tough guy Duke, which is Jerry Reed, right? We need we need a truck driver played by Jerry Reed. Hmm, what, a movie, what movie that came from? Uh, joined by his good buddy Rain, which is Peter Fonda, right? So instead of Burt Reynolds, we got Peter Fonda. Which, I guess at this time frame, you probably could put them in the same category, age-wise, movie-wise. Duke defies uh, King Carroll's attempts to shut him down, resulting in a lot of mess. I'm just going to shorten it down. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, Duke is a truck driver, just trying to make ends meet. He's wanting to retire, right? He's at that point of his life where, I just want to do, you know, uh, uh, another year's worth of runs or so. And just hang it up because trucking ain't what it used to be. Which is a common theme in all these trucker movies, right? You, you hear that in everyone. It's always these guys that are trying to hang it up. And I get it because I had friends in, in, in my family growing up that were truck drivers. And, and they would always talk that way, right? It's that love-hate relationship with the job that you have. 
uh, you want to hang it up because you're away from home all the time and you're dealing with, you know, all the changes and the regulations and all that mess, right? But at the same time, it's, it's who you are, right? It's what you do. It takes a special breed of person to want to drive a big rig down the road and sacrifice everything else, right? It's almost the same thing as being a musician. The, the thrill of, of, of getting on stage and playing will make you sacrifice all the other things around you that are important because it's so addictive. Truck driving is, you have a, you have a purpose, right? You are the bloodline of the country, right? You're delivering things that people depend on from day to day. Anyways, I'm getting way off cast. But anyways, that's really kind of the mindset, right? So that's where Jerry Reed is. But he's ready to hang it up because he's got a son that's growing up and he's kind of missing that because he's not home all the time. And uh, his buddy Rain comes in, who's a professional stuntman. And uh, it starts off, they go to this little truck stop and meet up. They're having some breakfast and this guy starts messing with Rain because he came in on this little motorcycle wearing old style motorcycle boots or whatever and he's, this guy starts making fun of him and stuff and they have a little confrontation. They go outside and you get to see how tough Rain is, right? And he sets the guy straight. And there's this other guy that's with the other person that's in the fight that doesn't win. And you can tell he's a little more uh, highfalutin in the area, right? You can tell he's just, he's one of the truck drivers, but he's doing pretty well for himself. And uh, you can just tell these two are, are kind of a team, right? And then you got, like I said, Duke and, and Rain here. So, But they decide that uh, since Rain is in, he's going to go with him on this, on this trip because somebody, somebody is going around and literally pulling trucks over on the side of the road it's like they would they have, they have a sting kind of set up right where they got like a woman whose cars broke down good looking woman on the side of the road so a trucker is going to stop try to assist and help and then all of a sudden a, a group of people will run out and ambush him and beat him up and take his rig right that's that's how they're intimidating these folks <laughs> in this movie and uh you kind of see this happen a few times. As a matter of fact, they and they just leave you for dead. This is one where it's a, a big snowstorm coming through, and they do this to this guy, and just leave him out in the snow. And I mean, he's he's in pretty bad shape. They leave him and they and they kind of knock him down on, on a ridge where you can't find him. But before that happens, he calls out on the radio to Duke, asking for help. Right, and of course Duke's not around when it happens. But they go and tell him, "Hey, you just had a." Somebody was calling your name on the radio, right? Because, you know, uh, truck drivers are so into being truck drivers so much, they even have CBs in their house, right? And uh, so he tries to call back on the radio, never gets anybody. But somebody says they think it was so-and-so, whatever the truck driver's name is. So Duke and Rain, I think they call the police. They go out and start doing a search. They find where, you know, something had happened and the truck is missing and they start looking for this truck driver, right? And then they eventually find him and like I said, he's in pretty bad shape. But Duke and Rain come out there too and so they start getting their mind that, man, we're going to have to really be careful because this is what's going on. Well, they're going to pick up a, it's like a carload of 
dirt track race cars or something they're they're in pretty rough shape you know no headlights nothing like that so they these cars are obviously race cars of some kind then they've got you know probably eight cars on a on a carrier on the back of this truck and they they go to this king carol to to get the job and uh king carol's like hey i'm you know why don't you just join us all the time be part of our fleet he's like no nah, i'd rather just stay independent well he goes out and uh, him and rain are going down the road with these with these load of cars and this is a great sequence because the our bad guys whoever they are at this point set up a detour and make uh and just for you know duke to take his truck down this isolated road and there's a an overpass or underpass i guess at this point that the truck has to go under which is about six inches to a foot too low for them to go under with this load of cars so they literally <laughs> they literally let all the air out of the tires on the truck to lower the truck down to be able to get from under the bridge which our bad guys probably thinking they won't think of doing that or if they do it'll slow them down enough that we can catch up with them well they do catch up with them and you know our people that are chasing them are in a couple of you know pickup trucks or whatever and they're shooting that duke's truck and all that stuff well rain goes out and to the back of the cars and starts just launching the cars off of the trailer at the car that's behind them it's an awesome sequence folks it's really awesome uh other side of that there's a kind of a love interest in this there's there's this girl that shows up at the truck stop at the beginning that every guy hits on but she's you know she's too too smart for that and uh but she ends up kind of getting attracted to rain and that's where things get a little squirrely because our bad guys know that there's this connection there between the two of them and they literally are trying to knock them off i mean they go to a hotel room that they end up sneaking back to and trying to hide out come in there with machine guns <laughs> start blasting the place and like i said you end up finding out who the bad guys are i don't want to ruin it for you uh I, this is this is a good flick but it really gets dark and you know if you're expecting smoking the bandit you're not going to get it it kind of starts off and you kind of get those feels right but this thing is it's a pretty heavy flick and uh you know a lot of other things happen uh jerry reed ends up getting shot uh he don't die though folks i mean you can't kill you can't kill the snowman you can't kill the duke right and, uh, you know, so you got Jerry Reed just pretty much being Jerry Reed through the whole movie and saying, son, all the time, right? <laughs> he does. He says son like, I don't know, you can make a drinking game out of this movie of him just saying, son. And, uh, of course, he did the music, of course. He's got a song called High Rollin', which High Rollin' would make more sense as a name for this movie than High Ballin' because I don't get it, right? Anyways... Like I said, you're going to find out that some characters that are involved in this are actually tied into the bad guys that are doing this to all the local truckers. And uh, when it's all said and done, all the truckers turn their backs and come and defend Rain and uh, and Duke. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to ruin the rest. This is a great flick. Uh, I was really impressed with it. So... 
there's no doubt they were trying to cap- capitalize off the, the popularity of not only the, the CB generation, the trucker generation, and Smokey and the Bandit, which did the same for both as well. And uh, But this is a solid flick. So even though truly the intentions were because of Smokey and Bandit being the movie that it was, capitalizing off of that, this movie stands on its own. Unlike all the other flicks we've talked about this week, this one's... This is a good flick. It really is. Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think you should check it out. I think it's that good. It is 70s as 70s can be, but there's nothing wrong with that. I kind of dig the 70s. You know, you dig? (laughs) Uh, So there you go, folks. That's my thoughts on Highballing, terrible name, great movie. if you like these kind of flicks. Now, if you don't, then you'll probably have a problem with it. But you know what? Peter Fonda's kind of cardboardish like he always is. But in this movie, it works, right? Because this guy is a total professional in what he does for a living. And, you know, it bleeds over into his real life. And it doesn't surprise him one bit. So it kind of works, right? And, again, Jerry Reed's just Jerry Reed. And you can't go wrong with that. I happen to be a big fan, not only of... Uh, of him being in movies, but I grew up being a fan of him as a musician because if you know it or not, Jerry Reed is one of the greatest country guitarists to ever live. And that is an understatement. He is phenomenal. You know, uh, you think about all these guys that, that are the big deal nowadays. So you talk about your, you know, your Paisleys and all these guys. Uh, Jerry Reed was first. And there's... Him, he, he, and Glenn Campbell uh, during the seventies and eighties and all that, you couldn't touch them. Those were the guys, right? So, don't know if you knew that or not. Does he have a good singing voice? Absolutely not. But he can play a guitar like nobody's business. So there you go. There's your little country guitar uh, history, I guess, for lack of a better word. All right, folks, that's it for this one. I highly recommend this movie. Go check it out. Did I give it a rating? Four out of five, I believe. Yes, that's right. No doubt about it. Uh, I've watched it twice (laughs) already. So uh, I like this movie. There you go, folks. Uh, Enjoy it. Let me know what you think about it. And we will check you later, son. (laughs) 